Okay, so I'm in my closet sitting on the floor and it's actually really cool that I have a closet that I can do that in. <laughs> but um, Greg is downstairs making dinner and playing loud music and just having a blast and um, I didn't want him to turn it down and interrupt just the fun time he's having. So I came into my closet because I have an idea had some thoughts and I just wanted to share it with all of you. I'm thinking about, I mean, it's got to be a cultural thing that we experience and go through where we feel like we have to have an answer for everything. And also this cultural thing of just moving on or getting back to our lives or pushing forward or just moving so fast. I think that's the easiest, best way of saying it. Moving so fast. Like, I feel like we just don't ever stop. And not even that we don't stop and have a self-care day or stop and rest or whatever. You know, like that's a simple thing. But I think it's like a way of life. We have this rushed way of life where it's just nonstop. We we never stop. We, we're always going. Like I, I think about just something as simple as the weather. Um, or I guess I shouldn't say it, that it's simple. But, you know, here in the northeast of the U.S., we go through four seasons. And... Um, there is the season of winter where literally everything is resting. Everything is dormant. Everything is cold and hard and not doing anything. <laughs> and I feel like that should be a way of life where we have space to just be still and, and not do stuff all the time. You know, not, I'm not only work, I'm not only talking about work, but just, I'm talking about a way of life where we have to always be occupied. Like something that came to mind right now is how in my house growing up, and even when I go and visit my parents, um, the television was always on or is always on. And so there, there just never were moments of peace and stillness and rest as part of our everyday. It's like we constantly had something on. And I also think about um, like this hurried rush to produce things. So I have this episode that I have had on my mind. I've wanted to record it for like probably a couple months now for this podcast and it just doesn't feel like it's ready yet. And then I I wrote to all of you. I talked with you on Instagram stories and I was like, I you know, I want your feedback. I want your thoughts on this episode. Um or actually it was a couple ideas that I that I shared with you. But even still getting your input and your thoughts and your ideas um, things are not ready yet. And it's almost like this 
this tug of war within myself where one side of me that's very much um, influenced or brought up in this culture is like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's get it out. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's produce it. Let's, um, let's get on with it. It's almost like we're so hurried. We're so anxious to be over with something that we don't let it take the time that it needs. And I think, I think we need to take more time for our souls, for ourselves. It's hard to sit with silence. It's hard to sit with that space. And it's like, why? Why is that so hard? Um, And I think it's hard to give things that space and that time because um, we're anxious to move on to the next thing. We we have so many ideas that we want to like, we want to be able to get to all of them. I think, you know, it goes even further than that. We want to make the most of this life. We want to get everything out of this life that we can. But in doing that, we don't enjoy it. (laughs) We don't enjoy the space and the time that we're on this earth for because we're just on to the next thing and we don't give ourselves the time and the space that we need. Um, This conversation is essentially going to be continued in the episode that I've had on my mind. I'm going to call it energy in, energy out. Um, So I guess this is like a precursor to that episode. But I just had all of this on my mind and wanted to talk about it. And... I think another reason why we don't take the time and the space for things is because those things or just the space itself is so heavy. And I've been thinking about this just because we're still in this global pandemic. Um, And we... We are left to deal with the grief and everything that comes with grief. And I don't think our culture is good with grief. And I'm saying our culture as in America, I guess, because that's where I live and where I grew up. And I grew up in a very American style home. I I guess that's how you can label it. I don't know how to label it. Um, And when I say America, I mean um, the colonized land that I live on and the um, consumerism and patriarchy that we're part of in this system. Anyway, not getting too far into that. um, I don't think we do well with grief. I feel like it's even new to have defined grief. I know from my hospice work um, and my hospice internship way back that um, hospice only started in, what, the 70s? So it hasn't even been that long. People who were born in the 70s are now, what, in their 40s? 
So it's like, that was a new thing when they were babies. Just talking about grief and talking and, and providing care for grief. I guess that's, that's a way to say it. Providing care for um, this uh, very grief-defined part of the life cycle. Um, it's like the one, the one part of our life where we can define that it is associated with grief. But what about everything else? What about the rest of our existence? Like, what about us just being adults or transitioning into adults? Like, that's what's, you know, on my mind because I'm in my very, very early 30s and it's like, through my 20s and now starting my 30s, I'm experiencing um, these different things and recognizing how it feels to be an adult and be thinking about um, things, especially like looking back on things. I'm, I'm at the age where I can look back on, you know, a couple decades of my life and think about it and explore it and discover what it actually was like um, now that I see it from a different view, but I don't, I don't think we recognize and sit with and hold and care for the grief in our lives. I think what we often do is if we, um, um, if we go through something difficult we understand the emotions and we deal with the emotions and deal with, I I, I say, um, you know, deal with could be, we, we cope with it. We ignore it. I guess that's also a way of coping, just ignoring. Um, we work through it. We make meaning out of it. There's a lot of different ways of coping with difficult things that happen in life, but I don't think I don't think we, we, we care for it and really see the weight of it and care for it in the way that the weight needs to be held. Another thing that I think of is how when, um, so looking at this grief or these things from a different angle, I think about how when I feel something, that's when I explore where it's from. So if I like suddenly become really emotional, I try to figure out, okay, where were those emotions from? Where did they come from? Where did they start? Um, and it's almost like this backtracking thing instead of actually caring for ourselves and recognizing that things are really heavy so that they don't even get to that point. Um, I think that that when our emotions flood over and we don't know where they came from, it probably is a good indicator that there is so, so much more that is undealt with. Um, so I'm thinking about this in the sense of grief because we go through things in our daily lives all the time that are grief worthy, but they're also like everyday things. 
And so we don't give it that grief attention that we would, let's say, if we had just lost someone, someone had just died. Um, we're just like, oh, it's just this normal everyday thing, so it shouldn't be that bad, and I'm just going to ignore my feelings around it. And I think a lot of that stuff is ju- just done totally subconsciously or unconsciously. I always forget the difference between those two. But um, I wonder if we can make it a practice and um, like an everyday process of accepting or being aware of how big the grief is, how heavy it is, the weight of it all. Because it doesn't just go away. It's still going to be heavy. And then the more things that happen, the more days we are alive on this earth, um, the heavier it's going to get, I think. So I wonder if we can think about these things and be aware of how heavy it really all is. Um, Especially right now as we're in this pandemic And especially right now as we live in a day where people are talking about emotions and accepting that life is hard and understanding that trauma is part of a lot of people's story and that it's almost like our baseline is already very, very heavy. So just being a human in this world is very, very heavy and very, very hard. There's a lot to hold and walk through just as a person, um, just as a person living on this beautiful earth. And then add on top of that, the stress of, um, living in the the type of society we live in where we have to make money in order to take care of ourselves and get the things we need and nourish our bodies and um, keep our bodies safe. Uh, There's just this stress and this like hamster wheel of needing to have a job, to make money, to provide all of these things for us. But then we're so stressed because of our job that we need more care for ourselves. So just being in the working world is heavy enough and stressful enough and grief worthy enough. On top of that, we have oppression. And as a white woman living in America who's pretty well off, I I don't feel like I can really say too much about that. But for anyone who has gone through oppression because of your race, because of your identity, um, because of where you live, what you do, that is so heavy. And that is your daily existence. That's like a norm. um, And that's heavy. That is grief-worthy. That is a lot to carry. And I hope you are able to care for yourself regularly 
around all of those things. And then we move further into this global pandemic that we are all living through and we have never gone through life in this way. Um, In our day and age, we've never lived through a global pandemic. So we're learning how to do things differently. We have this weird fear that we're going to get sick. And a lot of this is just under the surface and it's like this stressor that's kind of just always there. But living through a global pandemic is not easy. I mean, so many people have died from this. So many people. And we know that death is grief worthy. We know that 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 is hard. Um, But when it's like the death of another person that you don't know, is that still hard? I think so. And so hearing about 500,000 people dying from the coronavirus, I think just knowing that brings an extra weight of that heaviness onto our shoulders for us to bear. So I did not realize that this episode was going to be kind of a downer. So maybe we can turn it around now and talk about some ways to make it lighter Um, I think having this conversation is, I guess, step one. And I think it's good and healthy to continue reminding ourselves, all of us, your friends, your family, the people you work with, that, um, we don't need to have an emotional, um, moment or a really difficult thing to happen to tell us that we're living with grief and walking through grief. I think it's honestly just part of our everyday lives. Um, So being aware of that is important. I think that that awareness brings some lightness with it inherently. So let's be aware of how heavy all of this is that we're carrying and regularly let's have some more grace for ourselves let's not give ourselves like any expectations really any expectations everyone like I um I hope we can walk through life doing our thing and accepting that things come our way and accepting that things take longer than they do and Um, not putting expectations on ourselves to be any different than what we are right now, right here now. So I suppose part of accepting grief is, um, or recognizing grief is not putting expectations on ourselves. And I don't even say unrealistic expectations because I think most of our expectations of how fast we should work, how much we should get done, um, where we should be in life, what we should be experiencing in life, how we should be feeling about all of it. I think in general, these expectations are unrealistic because we forget about this weight of grief. We forget about the weight of it all that we're living through and walking through just at baseline. And then you add trauma 
you add our upbringings, you add um, really difficult situations, really challenging uh, professional or personal things, um, really tricky to navigate relationships or friendships. And all of that just brings that weight up higher, even heavier. So yeah, let's, let's be aware of how heavy it all is in everyday life and that we don't need something big to happen to remind us of that. Or we don't need to try to find the reason why. Maybe there doesn't need to be a reason why um, we are feeling the things that we're feeling. Maybe it is just all of this grief. Maybe it is just a really, really big weight that we should not have to bear, but we have to bear it because that's what we're living in. (sighs) It's really heavy. So, um, yeah, don't feel like you have to label things all the time or find a reason why you are um, feeling the things that you're feeling or experiencing the things that you're experiencing. I think about this in relation to my anxiety because I always think like, oh, it has to stem from somewhere. And yeah, there probably are maybe um, some things that happened in my development that made me more prone to anxiety, or maybe it's a brain thing, or maybe it's um, a circumstantial thing where I have a lot of stress in my life, or I have a difficult work environment or I have um, some challenging relationships or whatever. Um, but I think it's it's more than just those little things. I think it's really just a lifetime of weight of of having to go through hard things and the more you go through them, the more you get. It's like never ending cycle. So I know my, my therapist reminds me that um, everything is all connected and it's really never about just one moment because we are complex human beings with histories and stories and memories and those all play into um, any moment that we are living or walking through. So, um, I said I was going to make this, this episode lighter. I don't know if it's any lighter, I guess. I guess that makes it this episode, right? <laughs> Cause it's still heavy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if, if you all can tell, sometimes I have a very structured plan for these episodes and sometimes I even have the full episode written out because sometimes these ideas, these thoughts, come to me in words and in writing. Um, And then other times, like right now, these things, these ideas come to me just in a feeling and maybe like a thought. And so that's how it's been for this episode. I had had this thought, I had this feeling. um, I just wanted to talk about it. So here we are. Um, So I suppose the only way to make this, this episode lighter is to bring it up and I suppose commission us all to be aware of the heaviness and of the grief 
and that there is so much more underneath that one moment of anxiety or that outburst that you had at your partner or how you said something in a weird way to a client. Um, It's not just that your stress got too high in that moment. It's so much more. It's it's the weight. Um, It's grief. I feel like I'm going in circles just saying the same things over and over again. And I guess, I guess that's what this episode is. It's just bringing us back to how things are really heavy. And maybe there's not like a solution or a quick fix or an easy way to make it lighter. It isn't light. And you know, I, I was thinking <laughs> earlier in this episode, oh, I want to turn this around. I want to give you ways to handle the grief in your life, ways to um, walk through the grief and uh, manage it and um, uh, whatever, I guess, make it lighter. And I think I'm seeing that maybe right now, the only way is to recognize and be aware of it. And maybe that's where we should leave this episode. I think you are all very smart, beautiful people with creative ideas. And you can take those things to help care for yourself in the middle of this weight and of this grief that we walk through every day. So feel free to send me a message and let me know if um, today or this week or last week you came up with a really cool way to hold that grief and to walk through all of that weight that we, that we are carrying in our lives. I wish you all the very best and may you be well. And may you care for the heaviness of it all. Friends, before we end this episode, I just wanted to hop on really quick. Um, If you don't know me, my name is Greg Best. I'm actually the producer behind Not Your Average Music Therapist. Obviously, Kim writes all of the amazing content that you get to hear every week. And these are her thoughts and all of her ideas. So I don't take credit for a thing (laughs) when it comes to that end of it. Um, but I do get the pleasure of getting to edit or leaving a podcast like this one. Not much editing here at all. Um, if you notice, we didn't start with any music today because it's just something we didn't need to do. We wanted to dive right into what these feelings are like, but we did want to leave you with some music today. And This is a song I wrote back in 2014. Wow, it's hard to believe that it's been that long. Um, But this is a song about grief and all of these processes that we go through as humans. And I released an EP in 2018, including this song. This song is called Letting Go. And it has to do with all of the experiences of grief and loss and possibly the newness of the future or the challenges that the future has to bring but we're all in it together so we wanted to leave you with this song 
kind of as a meditation for today. And if you'd ever like to stream it again um, for your own, I guess, practice, you can find my music anywhere you listen. Uh, this is off an EP called Homecoming, like I said. And um, I do have another EP called Damage, which is much heavier. So if you're in a mood that <laughs> needs that, that's also available to you wherever you listen to music. We love you. Take care of yourself. <laughs>